Years ago, a friend of mine told me this. If people who don't know Jesus want to know the difference Jesus makes, let them come to our funerals. Hmm. Well, I thought of that again recently. I joined one of our dear friends in mourning the loss of his precious wife and, and our precious friend. Uh, they've poured out their lives for other people in one of the world's most troubled places. And because of the violence around them, one of their little daughter's first words was rocket. But a year ago, the bomb that changed everything was a word that they heard in the doctor's office, cancer. That week after a brave fight against that killer, Nancy breathed her last. And that little daughter, who's now a beautiful young woman who really mirrors her mother, sang at Nancy's memorial service. And she had this glow that defied the grief. The song said, Be still, my soul. Be still and do not fear. Though winds of change may rage tomorrow, God is at your side. No longer dread the fires of unexpected sorrow. God, you are my God, and I will trust in you and not be shaken. I'm Ron Hutchcraft, and I want to have a word with you today about wimpy death. Was there grieving? Yeah, I was there. You bet there was. Were there tears? Of course. Was Nancy's absence felt in the midst of all these people that she loved and who really loved her? Oh, yeah, painfully so. But grief did not carry the day. Or the days when both John and Nancy knew she was dying. Death won a skirmish. But death lost the battle a long time ago at a grave that was vacated forever after only three days' occupancy. <laughs> Our word for today from the Word of God, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 3. It declares the victory this way. Christ died for our sins. He was buried. He was raised on the third day. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O oh, death, is your victory? Where, O oh, death, is your sting? Thanks be to God. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. I saw the impotence of death. I saw the power of Jesus' victory everywhere I looked during those difficult days around Nancy's death and funeral. Just like at my mother's funeral, my father's funeral, and my own wife's funeral. Countless funerals of people I have loved. And they had each taken up Jesus on the gift that he bought with his blood when he paid for their sins on the cross. The Bible says, whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Only someone who's conquered death himself can give eternal life to other people. And someone did, but only one someone. His name was Jesus. And Jesus was all over the place again that week at Nancy's funeral. And more personally, at the time when the love of my life was suddenly gone. We mourned the temporary absence of one who belonged to him. But we all knew that death had not won. All death could do was see our friend Nancy home, the same home that her husband and I will be promoted to someday, and our children and grandchildren. Yeah, that's right, because of Jesus, only Jesus. Grief, yes, but much more hope and celebration because every funeral of a Jesus-forgiven child of God is the ultimate declaration of what a Savior He is. There's hope. This hope isn't wishful thinking or sympathy card sentiments. It's the surest of all sure things because it's anchored to the man who blew death away when he walked out of his grave. It is a hope. It is an anchor that is one prayer away for you. A prayer that says, Jesus, you died for me. You walked out of your grave for me. I am yours. Listen, you want to get this settled? 
go to our website, you'll find there the information that will help you begin your relationship with him. Anewstory.com. That's the web address. Anewstory.com. Even in the valley of the shadow of death, we have this hope as an anchor for our soul, firm and secure. In the deepest, in the darkest hour, the anchor holds, and it always will.